Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Happy New Year, Eat More Barbecue family. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 132 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. Welcome to the first episode of 2021, everybody. I want to wish each and every one of you all the very best for the year ahead. 2020 was a year like none of us have ever experienced for sure, but I hope that as you look back, you can find some positives. I'm looking forward to this new year with excitement and anticipation. We're definitely not out of the COVID pandemic yet, but with the vaccines rolling out, there is at least a faint light at the end of the tunnel. I'm hopeful that as we get deeper into the year that we can start getting back to some of the events and activities that we used to take for granted. With the arrival of the new year comes some new features for the podcast. In addition to the regular interview content, I'll be rolling out new weekly segments throughout the month. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Each month, the first week episode will feature a short visit with one of my fellow APN podcasts. Stay tuned each week for the other new segments. This week, I welcome Calgary's Sarah Sociables to the podcast. Sarah does a great job of highlighting all the happenings in Calgary's bar, restaurant, and events seen via her website, blog, and social media accounts. She also plans events aimed at getting folks out to enjoy the city's best food and drink spots and to make new friends. Of course, the COVID pandemic has had a huge impact on the bar and restaurant business, and we spend some time uh, talking about that uh, and what it has meant like for how Sarah reports on and promotes Calgary now, social events. Plan is once I kind of Sarah is also working on launching on, a new podcast of her own, so right keep now, an eye out for that. I'll have yet. her web once and social media links platforms. in the so- show notes. Then my Make next sure step to give her a follow. On the One of the new monthly segments I mentioned earlier is going to be product reviews. So if you have a barbecue sauce or rub, a cooking gadget or something like that that you would like to have featured, get in contact yeah, with me on social media or by email so, at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Really choppy, so hopefully if you're thinking of creating your own it. podcast but don't know where to start, get in okay. touch with us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast oh, okay. is brought to you by ATB Financial. Yeah, I can imagine. Today, I want to tell you about, about ATB's new podcast, The Future of. The whole editing stuff. Join that's, Todd Hirsch, really, ATB's like, vice president and chief stuff, economist, so as he me. connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. That's what I'm using too. Explore it, how it is our easy. economy I'm and communities like, can not, not only brace person. for change, <laughs> but embrace the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself. The future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month plus bonus yeah, episodes, well, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and, and around great. the world. Subscribe to the future of like in the really Apple Store, special. Google Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future mm-hmm. by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. Oh. Welcome, friends. Uh, We all know the COVID-19 pandemic has been extremely difficult on many people in industries. We've heard lots about the impact on the hospitality industry, and I've talked a fair bit on the podcast about how our, our Alberta barbecue restaurants have been hit and how some have adjusted for better or for worse. 
One part of the hospitality business that we haven't heard as much about is the events sector. So I'm happy to have one of Calgary's top social event planners and bloggers on the show this week to talk about her business during normal times and during these crazy COVID times. Sarah Sociables, welcome to the Eat More Barbecue podcast. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me here. I appreciate it. Uh, Great to meet you virtually here. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, before we get into your business and all that, tell us, uh, tell folks a little bit about yourself. Uh, Is Calgary home? uh... Sure. Um, Yeah, I'll start with where I live. I'm in Calgary. I've been in Calgary for 10 years. I'm not originally from here. I'm from Rocky Mountain House area. I don't know Uh, if you're kind of familiar with that. I Um, am, yeah. But yeah, I I work in Calgary. I work full time actually, and then I do this Sarah Sociable stuff on the side because I'm really into the whole event scene, restaurant scene, brewery scene here in Calgary. So awesome. yeah, that's yeah. what I do for fun, and I love yeah. sharing that with the people and having people who are interested in talking about that with me too. <laughs> Excellent. What's the uh, what's the full time work? So full time, I'm actually a marketing researcher. Okay. So I do a lot of surveys and focus groups. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Uh, this question I've started asking people uh, recently, uh, what does barbecue mean to you, Sarah? Ooh, I like that question. I love barbecue. I'm a huge fan. That's why when you asked me to be in this podcast, I was like, ooh, I hope we can talk about yeah, tasty absolutely. barbecue. Yeah. Um, yeah, barbecue just means like all of my favorite foods, like ribs and just having like oh i love tacos at barbecue restaurants those are one of my favorites um so barbecue just like means good times to me i think like i associate it with being with friends eating good food having good drinks so like a nice social activity and eating my favorite things awesome great answer (laughs) um what got you into the event planning uh business i guess no like it kind of stumbled into it I think like when I originally like I'll kind of give you some background on my Instagram so um, because that's where most people know me from is uh, my Sarah Sociables Instagram I started it about two years ago I had been on Instagram before just kind of personally but hadn't really done anything with it in any sort of official capacity and I knew that I wanted to do something kind of, I wanted a a space to talk to people more about the things that I was interested in. So that one of those things was events, things happening in Calgary. Then I think was breweries. Another thing was like restaurant news. Cause these are things I was excited about. And I'd go to my friends and be like, Hey, do you guys hear about this new restaurant? Or do you hear about this like new cool event? Like we should go to that. And like a lot of them were like, eh, like, that's okay. Like, we're kind of interested, but not interested enough. And I was like, I need more people to talk to about this. So I felt like I had to go bigger with it. And I knew Instagram was where everyone was on at the time. And so Mm -hmm. that was kind of just the platform that I chose for that reason. And it turned out there was a lot of other people out there as well who were also interested in talking about those sort of things. So I grew a following fairly quickly. Um, I got over 10,000 followers in my first year, which is really exciting. Um, And yeah, I've just been, now it's year two. I've just kind of been growing and learning more about this whole social media thing and kind of making friends and new connections along the way so it's been a really exciting fun journey for sure awesome and then uh so initially you were just talking about food and restaurant and bars and then where did the event 
stuff come into? How did that kind of ha- come to be? I think the bed thing is just more, it's partially just like personal interest where I right. just like going out to things when there's cool things happening. I like to always be doing something new and seeing what Calgary has to offer. And right. I think the other part of it is that, um, people didn't really have many good places to go to find out where things were happening. Like there wasn't a good information filter because just when you're trying to find like age appropriate fun things to do, like you're, you're too old for like the club. You don't want to do that, but you still want to have something fun somewhere. fun to go on a Friday night, whether that's like a beer fest or maybe it's um, I don't know, something that's playing at the theater, like just like events for adults who want to get out of the house. So that was kind of my focus. And there's a few places that do that. There's like Avenue magazine and there's date night YYC kind of like the daily hive does it a little bit, but there was nowhere that did it um, kind of in the way that I was looking for it personally. So I felt like that was something I could bring to the table where I could have my own perspective as like a person rather than like a business. And so it's a little bit more something people can identify with and it would just be more of curated information for people instead of them finding it everywhere. They could find it all on my Instagram and that would be something helpful for people. Awesome. So from that, what was the evolution for you, uh, to take it into a, a bit of a business? Uh, well, the business portion is weird because like, I kind of think of myself as a business. I kind of don't because I kind okay. of got thrown into this like influencer category, mm-hmm. which I didn't originally see happening. Like it kind of turns out that as soon as you gain a big enough following and throw the influencer hashtag on some things and people just start calling you an influencer and suddenly you're in that space and suddenly you're being asked to promote things and advertising things and people are sometimes offering you money and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is a business here that I hadn't maybe originally intended at all. So it kind of evolved very accidentally is the answer to that question. Yeah, Yeah. that's often the case, right? Yeah. And what, uh, I guess, pre-COVID, talk about what sort of events you were getting involved with. Mm, I was really involved in all kinds. Like like I was saying, like kind of more like adult-oriented stuff where there's like drinking, a little bit more partying atmosphere, but also stuff like maybe like night markets that would be happening. People would do kind of like crafting or shopping, like a lot of stuff. Um, that would focus on local businesses that maybe wouldn't be in the news otherwise and people wouldn't have heard of it. Like, because I follow so many local businesses on Instagram, I would be able to pick up on these small events that are only for 15 to 40 people and be able to highlight them a little bit and give them some advertising that they otherwise wouldn't have seen. So so yeah, like basically all kinds. It was just me looking at events and saying, this looks like something fun I would want to go yeah. to. So I'm going to tell other people about it. You got it. And then, uh, you know, obviously earlier this year, COVID hit and what sort of uh, impact, talk about the impact that's had on your activities. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a huge impact because yeah. it really just everything stopped, like hard stop in April, right? Like mm-hmm. yep. there was nothing like you, if you look at my website calendar, I would populate it with all of the events and it would, it would just be full of events. And then it goes like April, May, June, just dead. Like there was yeah. just nothing. 
And so it was a pretty dark time. Like just no one, there was nothing for anyone to do. And it was like a sad time for myself because I personally get excited about telling about people these fun things too. So there's no information for me to pass on. And there was very little restaurant news too because it all moved to takeout. So it's just yeah. like, yeah, it was a pretty dismal time. Um, it definitely picked up a lot more in the summertime pretty quickly when we moved into like our, our opening stages and restaurants yeah. quickly started to see how they could do events like smaller events safely they're more creative about how they could go about that keeping people spaced out making sure they're following all the rules so yeah. that was really good to see there was kind of that uptick as soon as they could but yeah. then now unfortunately now we're, we're shut up. down again so I just I don't know my heart goes out to all the organizers right now because mm -hmm. it's so tough because you plan and then you postpone and then you postpone again. And then it's like, what do you even tell people about their tickets? Like at what point do you just refund or do you yep. like, and how do you plan for the future? Right. Cause there's no timelines on anything. So yeah, it's a really tough time for event organizers. Um, I hope people are, are recognizing that they're, they're they don't have the same income at all, like similar to yep. restaurants, like they're a very yeah, hard hit industry. Yep. Yeah, it was uh you kind of mentioned it there then in the summer when the restaurants and places started to come up with some ideas of how they could do things mm -hmm. uh, in a safe way. It was it was neat to see uh the innovation and uh some mm -hmm. of those things happening the the concerts at hotels where you could rent yeah, your room and totally. watch the uh watch from the balcony stuff like that. I thought that was a it was great to see uh yeah, yeah, that was uh, great. It's about that example in particular where they were combining both like the event with the, they had music, so they were getting local bands to play. So they were engaging them and also like the hotel industry got money and they like, yep. bring in some restaurants as well to like feed people. And it was just like really nice to see everyone working together to make something really successful and also like really good. Like everyone yeah. enjoyed it and it was, they pulled it off quite well. So yeah. yeah, there was definitely some highlights there for sure. Yeah. Then you've got uh, a blog as well, right? I do. Yeah, I do yeah, some blogging. Talk about, talk um, about the blog. <laughs> yeah, I like to. Um, well, it's funny because like I'm on all these different platforms because I'm trying to always grow my audience. Um, sure. And the blog is one where I go into like much more detail about things. So those are mm -hmm. my subscribers that want to hear about um, like all of the, the more detailed experience that you wouldn't just get from like an Instagram post or a little video or something. They're like, tell me how much it costs. Tell me like just all of the background stuff. So that's more what I use my blog for. Um, right. And so they only go out like, I don't know, once or twice a month, depending on what's going on in terms of that would fit well in the blog. Sure. Well, you're doing a lot better than I am with the blog. So that's, uh, <laughs> it is hard to keep up because yeah, yeah, you have to set aside, uh, you have to set aside time to write it. So yeah. Yeah, that's for me. The blog was kind of how I got into everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going uh, traveling to Texas and going to these great barbecue places and meeting these cool people. So I just wanted to, as much for myself, put it down somewhere to remember all this stuff. And that evolved from one thing to another. And here we are. But uh, as, well, there I've, you go. <laughs> as I've been doing more things with the website and the podcast and everything, the blog has kind of fallen off. And I keep thinking I need to 
get back at that. But yeah, it's tough. Well, and people, I think, change in terms of how they like to engage in content. So blogs used to be huge, and now, like some people still read them pretty actively, but I don't know if they're the same priority as they used to be. Like a lot of people are on TikTok now, so maybe that should be like your next thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TikTok barbecue. That's right. Now there's a few people doing it already. So there you go. <laughs> yep. Going to take just a real quick pause here for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor. And then uh, when we come back, I want to talk to Sarah about her podcast that she's just recently started and uh, get into some uh, Calgary restaurant and bar uh, talk. We'll be right back with Sarah Sociables. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. It's the first week of the month, and that means it's time for the APN Podcast Spotlight. This month, I'm pleased to welcome Avery and Lena from the Mess Hall Podcast to tell you about their show. All right, folks, it is time for our Alberta Podcast Network shout-out. And uh, this week, I've got Avery and Lena from the Mess Hall Podcast with me. Welcome uh, back to the show, previous guests. And uh, let's tell the folks a little bit about the Mess Hall Podcast. Um, it's a weekly show where myself, Avery, and Lena here. Hi. We uh, do food reviews, so... Try foods, talk about foods, and then rate them. Yeah, not so much rate, right. but we just talk argue. about. Yeah, sometimes we argue. Review more. Yeah. Uh, Lena does a lot of the research, so she deeps or digs deep into whatever we're trying, and it's not always about the company, but the um, like history. Yeah, history of that product and ingredients that are in that product. So it's always exciting and. I get yep. to learn something, and the audience gets to learn something. And we get to yep. eat stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you guys, uh, you certainly always seem to have fun. Talk about some of the different foods and uh, types of things you review, you've reviewed uh, recently. Um, we, well, we've done local drinks. We've done beers from all across Canada with you. Yep, that's right. Yep. A lot of local stuff in the summer done breakfast foods different cereals yeah pancake mix <laughs> yeah um, yeah and you've got some local merchants involved i know there was one was it lena's yeah um italian market year, uh, you... at the very first of COVID, yep. we reached out and we asked some companies to make us some mystery boxes um we said right. here here's our budget can you make us something of some of your favorite stuff and yeah, like Lena's made this awesome Italian basket of food, and then we did a couple uh, local candy stores. Yeah, you had some candy, yeah. And there was the Mexican candy and yeah, stuff too, right? Yeah, we we got that one off uh, yep. Etsy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Came right from Mexico, so that was kind of fun. And nice. Yeah, a little surprised to see what was in there, right? Our Turkish box. Sorry. Yeah, it's always and it was always a mystery to us. So that was one of the funnest yep. parts of it is seeing what's in there. Yep. Awesome. We'll let everybody know where they can find the Mess Hall Podcast. Uh, you can find us at the Mess Hall Podcast or just messhallpodcast dot com. Find us on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod. Same as on Instagram and Facebook at the Mess Hall Podcast. And email at the mess hall podcast at gmail.com if you ever have ideas that you want to shoot at us or um, 
review of the show. We always like to get feedback. And as long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the good feedback, right? Yeah, so that sums it up for All us. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, folks. The Mess Hall Podcast, a proud member of your Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to the Mess Hall Podcast and all the other great shows on the network. And now back to the rest of my interview with Sarah Sociables. All right, we're back. I've got uh, Sarah Sociables here. Uh, Sarah, you've uh, a fellow podcaster now. You've just kind of recently got into the podcast uh, thing, the YYC Sociables podcast. Mm-hmm, uh, how did right. that come about, and uh, what can folks expect if they're tuning in? Yeah, well, like most of these things, it came about kind of by accident. <laughs> Originally, one of the things that I had planned to do, I made like a branch off of Sarah Sociables, which was YYC Sociables. And I wanted it to be like a membership club where people could meet up maybe monthly or something and do a fun activity. I had some different ideas about themes we could do and stuff. And with COVID, that all just kind of fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. And I realized that at first I held on to the idea and then eventually I was like, no, I just got to let it go. And YYC sociables should become something else. Right. And I didn't know what that would be. And for some reason I was like, let's try a podcast. Well, actually I know the reason it was because I wanted a place where I could kind of talk to people more because on Instagram, it's a lot of posting. It's not a mm-hmm. lot of them hearing my voice or like getting to know me personally. So I right. felt like a podcast might be a better way to do that. Um, so yeah, hence why was see sociables was born and i talk about really a lot of the same stuff that is on my instagram i just it's an opportunity for me to go into greater depth with it and i can update people with it like pretty frequently because i've been doing them once a week so in Mm -hmm. terms of like calgary restaurant news or brewery news like it's very up to date and if you're interested in that then you'll know what restaurant opened that week or you'll know what restaurant like unfortunately had to close so you'll really be in the loop with what's happening in the city and i think that's something a lot of people are curious about awesome that's great. And uh, where can folks find the podcast? Uh, you, We were chatting just before. It's not, not up on Apple yet? No, it's not on Apple or Spotify yet because the way I decided to launch it was just to do a soft launch where it was only okay. on Podbean. And yep. I'm uploading them to YouTube. And you can listen directly from the YYCSocials.com website right now. Um, So this is the soft launch phase because I've been playing a little bit with the format like every my goal is like every single time I record an episode I make it a little bit better or I add like a new section or I improve my editing skills or add some music or something. So every time it's a little bit better. Um, I've recorded nine episodes so far and apparently I read a stat somewhere that most people don't even get to 10 episodes before they quit and they give up on their podcasting dreams. So I'm like, okay, my next episode be my 10th episode. So I've pretty much arrived at this point. Episode 10. So yeah, as soon as I get slightly more organized, my plan is to officially launch in beginning of January. So yeah, hopefully your listeners check it out, subscribe, leave a review, tell me if they like it or don't like it. I'd love to hear either way. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, this will be coming out in early january uh, so that'll be great timing if that's the uh, if that's the plan so that's excellent mm-hmm. check it out everybody uh, let's talk about some uh i don't know some hidden gems maybe in the calgary food uh restaurant bar scene that uh you've come across that maybe folks aren't hmm. don't have on their radar 
Oh, that's a hard question to answer. Hidden gems. Because there's kind of so many ways I could take that. I'm trying to think in terms of um, like maybe new restaurants or something yeah. that like people haven't heard of. I know there's, um, okay, maybe I'll talk like right now in terms of COVID, all the restaurants mm. are closed. So yes. what they're doing because it's takeout only is they're focusing on like a specific dish that they sure. will provide to people. That's kind of like a highlight and a reason to like go to takeout at one place over another. Okay. So I've been kind of keeping my eye out for what's happening. And I posted yesterday, um, there's three burger places that are online that were not actually being served before. Like, have you heard of the Alley Burger that's famous? Bet, yep. Yeah, I guess, yep. yeah, you would. It's kind of like the meat's up in your territory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's back from Connie okay. and John. So that's really yeah. exciting. And uh, Modern Burger is back for Modern Steak. Right, so yeah, they were doing one. They started doing that back kind of in the earlier lockdown period. Right? Exactly. And then they kind of shut down their takeout on that. And I don't know if they were offering in a restaurant or not, but now it's back so you can get it for right. takeout. So yep. this might be like a limited time only thing. Yeah. And the other one that caught my eye was that little empire burger that's being mm. offered out of annex. So yep. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see how restaurants are adapting and doing new things. And they're like even starting Instagram accounts for these particular things. Like alley burger has its own account just dedicated to this burger. Modern right. burger has its own Instagram account. So they're really promoting these single items like really hard. And yeah. I think that goes to show they probably taste pretty good if they have their own <laughs> thousands of Instagram followers already. Yeah, and Little Empire, they've got another location in Bridgeland as well, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I uh, I had them on, Karen and uh, Dave, back uh, from Empire Provisions back, uh, it's over a year ago, it feels like. I'm, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, and they're great people, and yeah, great to see them kind of expanding with the outside of the Empire Provisions uh Mm-hmm. walls to do that with annex and then opening up that other location i think there's them and an ice cream place or something in there together haven't been yeah able to get over there, that's but. right yeah yep uh any other kind of favorite notable bites uh, maybe not favorite but uh bites you've had uh recently that jump out at you hmm. where have i been recently oh i know where i went um so I've been trying, I've been working my way through Calgary's pizza places mm, yep. and there's, I feel like Calgary has really up leveled its pizza game in recent years. Like maybe you've noticed this too. There's been a lot of new places and they're really more, they're usually pricier pizzas, like they're more sure, gourmet. Yeah. Um, but the one I tried recently was from 88 Brewing, the Nobel Pie pizza. Have you had okay. that one? I have not. Oh, it's really good. It's like a New York style thin crust pizza. Mm, yep. Delicious. Definitely. Like there's a lot of hype around it. It's one of those yep. that has its own Instagram account as there well. You go. Another one. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's a lot of hype. So I was like, okay, I better not have too high of expectations because some of these places do get a little overhyped and then you try it and you're kind of disappointed, but I felt like this one really did live up to it. So I was pretty excited about it. Awesome. Any uh, any kind of trends you see happening in the Calgary food scene? Mm. Kind of tough with COVID, I'm sure that uh, everything got pivoted COVID. and shifted. Um, I like pizza for sure is a trend I've mm-hmm. noticed and a continuing trend. Like there's two pizza places that opened up just this last week. 
um, well, one of them isn't a place per se, but Craft Beer Market opened up yeah. its own um, pie-eyed pizza, I think it's called. Okay. And uh, they, another one have, has its own Instagram account. And I found out today there's a Pink Door Pizza that opened. Okay. Yeah, I just stumbled across that one uh, it's in the southeast. So, yeah, it seems like pizza is all the rage in Calgary. It's getting to be a very competitive market. Um, yep. So, yeah. Kind of depends what if, what you're into. If you like the thin crust or thick crust, because we're seeing more of those Detroit style thicker crust ones coming up too. So okay. maybe keep your eye out for those. I've noticed the Detroit style showing up on a lot of menus. Right on. Mm-hmm. Need to have a few some choices of different styles at least. Right? Oh yeah, like this totally benefits the consumer, right? Like Absolutely, the more yeah. pizza places, the better. Like I'm just yep. gonna work my right way around and try them all. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good social food, right? Where you can, get, you know, when it isn't COVID, you can get a pizza <laughs> and share it with uh, a group of people, right? So it's oh like, yeah, it works everybody well gets a slice, and everyone's happy with it, right? Like no one complains yeah. when someone orders yeah. pizza, right? <laughs> exactly. What? Uh, let's talk a little barbecue. What are some of the barbecue joints you've been able to get into here in calgary um well i really like hayden block and Mm -hmm. comrie block um that's actually where i had my birthday at my birthday was back in november and we went to hayden block in kensington and it was delicious they really did an outstanding job of like the items in the menu and all our drinks like it was amazing so big fans of them um when i lived downtown i lived somewhat close to bookers yep. and i loved bookers they've been around That's forever a um, great classic uh so classic good. place yeah yeah so so yep. amazing so bookers is one of my longtime favorites um, yep. i always tell people to go there um, I was like the Palomino. That's another, another good go-to uh, yeah. for sure. And um, Jane's Barbecue. That one's like a couple years old now, I think. Jane, yeah, Jane Bond. Yeah. Yeah, Jane Bond. Yes, she's. Yeah. They're so good as well. So yeah. yeah, there's so many good barbecue places in Calgary. We are just blessed. <laughs> we are lucky. Yeah, certainly over the last few years, we've seen uh, some new ones opening up that are uh, that really and and setting the bar up right the the quality is getting better which is great to see oh yeah for sure yeah i don't know if have you been to jane the newer the new location for jane bond i haven't been to the new location uh, yet no i gotta make it there it's a neat looking place i've just been in to do pickup takeout a couple times and it uh looks like it could be a fun uh a fun place with a a house full of people you know oh yeah i bet yeah (laughs) awesome um you you touched on burgers Mm mm-hmm uh, I grew up in Winnipeg. Okay. Win- Winnipeg is known for its burgers. And in my 20, uh, 24 years here in Calgary, I've not quite found a burger, in my opinion, that matches up to what I got, what I grew up with. Really? So the so Calgary I, needs to up its standards a little bit. Well, I, I think what so. I'm <laughs> you know, for the first number of years I was here, everyone raved about Peter's. Right. And I, I get it's it's a neat place and tradition and all that. I feel like it was but a little overhyped as well. Because, yeah. yeah, I wasn't from Calgary either. And everyone's like, you ought to have Peters. And then when sure. I finally did, I was like, it's yeah. good. But I didn't really understand the cult following. Yeah. So what? Uh, let's let's talk a little burgers. Uh, aside from the ones you touched on earlier, what? Uh, maybe some mm. of your favorite burgers in town. I'm probably less of a burger expert. I would like recommend like... If someone was asking me where to go, I would say maybe get one from like a good steakhouse or something yeah. like. Okay. Yeah. 
get some like really quality Alberta beef and go that I, way. I don't know. Yeah. What would be your recommendation? If you're the burger expert, you tell me. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a tough one, you know, and it's, a, and sadly it's a chain, but, and uh, what, what I'm talking about with the Winnipeg burgers, it seems there's a lot of Greek families in Winnipeg that yeah. got into the burger restaurant business. And if you look at it, they, a lot of them are related and, brothers and cousins and all the rest all kind of split off and started their own place and they they make a beef chili sauce oh wow that kind of bay of tomato chili sauce that goes on they put on the burgers and that's just kind of a winnipeg burger thing and it's uh so sadly i haven't found anything that quite uh that sounds impressive yeah i've not had a burger like that before so yeah Whenever I'm in Winnipeg next, I don't know when that's yeah. going to be. <laughs> well, if you're, <laughs> that'll be on the menu. <laughs> let, let me know. I'll, I'll tell you the places to go by all means. So yeah, yeah, I haven't quite found anything. There's some certainly some good burgers here. Don't get me wrong, but just mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's nostalgia. You know, a little yeah. bit of missing home a little bit. That uh, well, and every city kind of has their thing, right? Yeah. So I don't know if Calgary. Maybe Calgary's just not a burger city. Maybe we're yeah. a pizza. We're probably pizza steak city at this yeah, point. More, or yeah, the steakhouses and that sort of thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, well, before we wrap up here, Sarah, where can folks uh, find you online? Uh, Instagram, social media, all yeah. that good stuff. Literally everywhere. <laughs> plug, plug, plug away. Yeah, yeah. So I'm under Sarah.Sociables on Instagram, but you can also find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on, uh, even on LinkedIn and TikTok at this point, I've added all of the social networks. And because right now I'm working really hard to promote my podcast, YYC.Sociables, you can find me on all those networks as well. So awesome. I'm, I'm wherever you are. If you hang out on Facebook, you can find find me there if you hang out on linkedin twitter i've even got twitter now excellent uh, we'll put the links in the show notes for everybody to follow you That'd be so great. the last the uh, the last meal i or last meal the last <laughs> question i usually ask people and it's usually barbecue people and i'll ask them what they're uh what they're grilling up but since you're kind of more uh focusing on the getting people out and enjoying their our great calgary restaurants and bars uh uh, what's your go-to meal is is kind of the question what's uh what's mm. a great go-to that you enjoy if it's just uh last minute you haven't made any plans but you just need to go out and get a bite to eat what's the uh, what's the go-to for you mm. well if it was just like a last minute kind of thing i would get pizza from somewhere so maybe like how pizza is really good or maybe that 88 brewing the noble pie is really good yeah um but if I was like picking, like I'm just thinking my birthday, I went to Hayden Block because right. of barbecue. I love ribs. So yeah. ribs are also my go-to if we're talking barbecue for sure. Awesome. Well, not a bad choice at all. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Sarah. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here tonight and great to hear your story. And folks, uh, give Sarah a follow. And as uh, as we start to come out of this COVID uh, garbage, I'll say, we're uh, <laughs> uh, all of our calgary restaurants bars and everything is going to need everybody's help uh, and they do now so the support the ones that are still out there doing takeout and uh, when we're back uh, back to somewhat of normal get out there and support everybody and follow sarah to find out the great places to check things out and the news as well so thanks sarah i appreciate it yeah thank you <laughs> Thanks for listening in, folks, and thanks to Sarah Sociables for being my guest on the first episode of the new year. 
Wherever you are, the local restaurants and bars continue to need your support to survive through this pandemic. And Sarah does a great job promoting those businesses here in Calgary. I've been saying it for months now, but please get out and show your local barbecue joints, other restaurants and bars, some love in whatever way you're able and comfortable with. And whatever you're doing, stay safe, wear your masks, and follow your local guidelines. The more of all of this we do now, the sooner things can start to return to some sort of normal. That's our app, everybody. See you all next week. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking.